was like, I should just be able to watch Mr. I should be able to watch it. I should be able to enjoy an episode of Mr. Belvedere. I shouldn't need to masturbate after each episode. <laughs> so funny. I should, if I meet him, just be able to nicely say hi. I shouldn't want to keep him in a jar in my basement. <laughs> and uh, I press record too. So. <laughs> Damn it! Welcome to another episode of Recovered AF. This is what happens with Aaron. He says he's not going to try to explain something and then goes on to explain yeah, these wild I, stories. I can't. If you have not ever seen the Mr. Belvedere fan club on Saturday Night Live, you should Google it just as soon as this episode of Recovered AF podcast is over. What was the word that you just used on a comment that no one understands? Brock Tune. All right. Cool. Yeah. And if you know, you know. And, and if, if you, you don't, don't know, now you know. Yep. Uh, why don't you give a disclaimer, Aaron? Uh, my disclaimer is I'm not responsible for the shit that comes out of Kyle's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, dude. Yeah, thanks. We are not affiliated with any 12-step groups. It's going to be made real clear once we get to talking. If you've never listened to this podcast before, that we're definitely not affiliated with 12-step groups. Nope. Uh, we, the three people here today, we all recovered. We all got well as a result of taking the 12 steps, but, uh, we are by uh, no means representative of those fellowships. Those fellowships don't have representatives. And if they did, they sure as wouldn't, wouldn't be us. All right. Does that make sense? That sounds pretty good yeah, to me. We're just talking about our experience and we're not trying to cause any harm to those fellowships. Cool. Or promote those fellowships. Do you want to give us an analogy of how? I don't think I have one, man. <laughs> all right. I'm, uh unprepared yeah aren't we all sometimes i think about things before i come on here we have a guest today yeah why don't you introduce him our guest is i've already done all the heavy lifting our, yeah. <laughs> our guest is our mutual friend jeff who has been on the podcast uh, a handful of times now 76 Th three before today i think i'm not really good at math. four probably four i think maybe even a we're getting close to five, I think. I think so four or five. Yeah. yeah. So, and he's in with a fresh new haircut. This is my new fucking haircut. He's <laughs> like that video before. No. Oh well. He's like the another Brian... good joke wasted on you. He's like the Brian <laughs> Kellen of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Got a fresh cut. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, Jeff? How are you, man? Doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Good, it's good to see you guys. Yeah, it's I been know. A while. It has been a while, and we have our first in-person guest. Probably in like two two months at least since pandemic started mid March I bet early March yeah it's been a while so I wouldn't have shared a room with you three weeks ago we're still six feet apart I think yeah one time I sat there and did the podcast because I didn't know why I'm anywhere near Kyle <laughs> yeah he was terrified <laughs> the first week you it guys was... might be like six feet apart mouth to mouth but your feet are almost touching. Aaron definitely got corona on his toes. Too. You know, it's not touching. <laughs> tips, dude. Tips. Remember that article you sent me? I joked with Aaron that I heard if your tips don't touch, then you can't pass it. And then he sent me this article to about, well, what did it say? But you were like, it's true, dude. It said something about wearing masks in pubic areas instead of, <laughs> instead of public areas. That's right. <laughs> and I was like, see, pubic areas. Yeah, dude. It's the tips. That's so funny. Is that where the tips touching came from? I thought that was in... That came from before, when we were at all at that, that meeting? DA yeah. on Sunday nights yeah. with um, Bob and... Oh, yeah, yeah right. when we were all roasting Corona. <laughs> it got real, really fast. Yeah. That's the last meeting I've been to was that one. Wow. Nice. Yeah, so my 12-step meeting attendance has been non-existent for over two months. Uh, you guys have been doing Zoom meetings, though, right? Yeah. Here and there. Have you been on the home my home groups? Yeah. I don't know if that's still yours or not. Have yeah, you been, it is. Yeah, I've been on almost every one of them. Are they going good? Like, they're all right. Yeah, like, <laughs> your um, voice went higher. Yeah. <laughs> they're all right. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> okay, on, no. On Thursday, there were more people from out of town than there were home group members. Which yeah, kind of weird. But yeah, people that used to live here, or people that just found out about it, or friends of friends. Friends. Um, so, like, one particular member has been going to a lot of meetings on the East Coast, and people from there are then, like, following to our group, so. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's the thing I've been loving about the Zoom meetings is not so much the idea that it's, like, an AA meeting that I get to attend, but I get to, or, damn, sorry, affiliation. Like, I'm not Jesus. attending, like, 12-step fellowship meetings, but I get to, like, I get to 
like virtually see friends from around the country mm-hmm. and so yeah because you guys have been them. doing one on saturdays sometimes right yeah yeah, yeah. how did the how did that end today all right yeah it was good good it was good what'd you think of it in the beginning yeah it was good good and that's that's one yeah. that's all based out of, off of um like fought stuff right or like some of those people um or yeah. not really I think it's more like, I don't know, they just, the couple that started it call it family time. So Mm. it's more, there's like a lot of sponsorship lineage involved in it, but it's also like super ancestral. Is that your sponsor? Is he involved in that? He attends it, but he didn't start it. So a couple from uh, Tucson, Arizona were the ones that decided to start doing it. That's cool. That's way cool. Good. That's the only contact I've had. And then another one, um, one of our guests, um, Myra. Mm, yeah. She, her home group meets uh, online there. It's a big book, big book study, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, my sponsor and Myra have the same home group. Oh, so. cool. And I went to theirs. That was like the at the pinnacle of my freak out. And I was like, that was the beginning of the end or the end of the beginning. Yeah, that's cool. Are they, do they feel the same or is it different? Is it lacking anything or is there, I haven't done one, so I don't know. It's weird, like, especially at first trying to get used to not having any type of feedback, like, Mm -hmm. because in a face-to-face meeting, you know, you can see, like, you can hear people laugh or like see people smile or whatever and like kind of get feedback based on what you're sharing. Whereas like on Zoom, um, or any virtual meeting, uh, there's a lack of that, right? but after a while you kind of get used to like putting in a grid view and so you can kind of see responses as you're talking. All right. And sometimes they're a little bit delayed. So you're like, man, I thought that was going to hit. And then they keep like, talking wow. and then it hits and you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Do you share on them? Cause yeah. you don't share yeah. a lot. So unless you have to, so I would be surprised yeah, I that you're called on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I talk with my hands still. I, I just see my hands coming that into doesn't the screen. Surprise me. Right? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So. I don't know what to do with my hands. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> rigid body in it. <laughs> just yeah. keep coming up. That's right. That's exactly what happens. And I, I think I'm pretty loud too. I think I start to yell a lot. So, uh, so nothing's changed. No, yeah. nothing. I really get into it. I mean, if I'm going to get up there and, and preach the gospel, then I'm going to give it everything <laughs> I got. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's cool. Well, like the Saturday thing, it's not even an as- affiliated meeting. Mm-hmm. Like it literally is just a bunch of people getting together and talking about their current experience. Cool. And it's not, there's not a time limit on it. Like, so today it lasted two hours. Wow. Um, because everybody gets the opportunity to share if they choose to do so. That's cool. Like people start dipping out after about an hour, but a lot of people hang out until everybody's had the chance to share. Cause it, my experience is that meeting because it doesn't have the structure or the affiliation and it's kind of exclusive, I guess, like it's invite only mm-hmm. and they don't want it to become a big meeting. They just, they want to keep it tall, small and tight knit. Like there's a level of vulnerability that's shared there that, um, I don't really get to experience in regular meetings. So. That's cool. That's way cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I don't have anything to contribute. I'm just right. inquisitive. I know. Yeah. I was going to be like, I was like, okay, now Jeff and I are doing the talking. <laughs> I should ask Kyle about his experience, but he has none. Crickets. No. So Crickets. I can't do that. Nope. I haven't. I have not participated in one online meeting. But you're still... So that's my experience. You're still... We tried to get a couple of your protégés on, but they just were both wrapped up tonight. Too. Yes. What? Uh, but you're still meeting with um, um, people that you take through the steps? Yeah. Or... So two guys that I've taken through the work are kind of doing doing their own thing. One of... Well, really, one guy's doing his own thing. I mean, he's still like engaged and stuff, but him and I aren't meeting. And then another dude... Um, we, we stay in contact, but we're not meeting regularly. And then I have two guys that we're still in contact with. And one of them has not been all the way through the work. So we're still going through the work. So, And so I'm doing that. But other than that, I haven't, I haven't participated in a meeting. So it's been kind of cool because we had Dan on. And I don't remember the name of his episode, but he doesn't go to meetings at all. Dan gets to do life today. Yeah. And... Um, 
I was curious how that would look in in someone's life, and I was just under the assumption that I was I would regress back into being an asshole and being really rude and short and negative and pessimistic and by your face. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think oh, so that's... exactly that happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, am I the only one who notices? Or... <laughs> But um, he just doesn't talk to anybody else. Yeah, Megan. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's get Megan's opinion on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, in all honesty, though, like um, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'll not go back to meetings, but it has been a nice experience to not have those in my life and still see me doing things that are suggested out of our literature. And still participating in life. And in Dan's episode, he talked a lot about, like, he doesn't go to meetings, but he still lives a spiritually principled life. And that's kind of what I've been doing. And it's been a good experience. When meetings pick back up, I'll start going again. I might not go as religiously as I was before. Um, But it's been a good experience. And it's been nice that um, it's kind of put me in a position where I have other people that I'm in contact with and communicating with because it's for me for a while, like the, my 12 step fellowship was the only people I was kind of hanging out with. And now that that was removed, it's not like I'm just a hermit. Like I'm just interacting with other people, you know? And so it's kind of nice to be participating in life still and seeing that my life isn't falling apart. But I also miss some of the people that I see regularly at my home group and stuff. So it's interesting. And I don't know why I don't have a desire to get on an online meeting. I just don't. Kyle's been hanging out with his real friends, basically, is what I just heard. <laughs> yep. Well, well right. I hang out with <laughs> you like, still. You yeah. No, I still hang out with you and Megan. And um, my brother and I's relationship's really good. And, you know, right. a couple of people from work that I'm getting along with. And so, I don't know. It's All nice. Right. All right. It's good. Cool. But, um, yeah, it's. I don't have any I guess really nothing's changed like my life's still going on I'm still doing the things I was doing when I was going to meetings the only thing that's changed is that I haven't been participating on the online meetings so but yeah fair enough I had the other experience where I was like cool I don't have to go to meetings anymore I was pretty psyched about it and about three weeks in I was like dang I called my sponsor and I was like I think I should be I think I talked about this I think I should be able to get more stuff done but I'm not and he's like yeah a lot of us are having that. I got all this stuff to do and I haven't got any of it done. I was like, oh, God. And I felt better. And I was like, oh, wait, there is value in sitting around with a group of people. And like Jeff was talking about being vulnerable and sharing our experience and realizing that we're not alone in all of this. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. If that's what gets talked about at a meeting. Yeah. If. <laughs> yeah, I think what's been nice is... For a long time, only the 12-step room was the place that I felt comfortable doing that. Yeah. And now I kind of, because I've had practice doing it at a 12-step meeting and with people, I kind of can do that with Megan and my parents. And and just like I'm starting to be a little bit more vulnerable. And like if I'm having an off day at work, like I can talk to the people. At, you know what I mean? Like I... It, old me would have like bottled it up, pretended nothing was wrong, acted as if I was fine, not talked about it to anybody. But like I have a little bit more of a practice of communicating what's going on and stuff. Does that make any sense? Men's room, men's men's gas station bathrooms, yeah. book clubs. Yep. You can just spill that shit out anywhere. All of the above. Completely random. Yes. Podcasts. Exactly. Let it out. This really has been nice, though, because this has been like, yeah. nice to have someone to communicate with and still talk to people in recovery and stuff. And, and the Zoom meetings that we've been doing interviews with have been nice, so... Yeah, yeah, that was good because when we started out the podcast, we didn't want to. We wanted to do everything in person, and then that's uh, a pain in the ass. And then now we've learned how to do them remotely. Jeff, you suggested that at the beginning. You were like, you could probably just do them remotely, and I was like, not us. Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to schedule all of our guests for us. I thought you were going to be. Yeah. Our, I don't know. You've never asked me to. I thought you were going to be our scheduler. <laughs> And the audio technician. 
I thought you were just Kyle just... did all right with the audio technician. Now you got to figure out who's going to schedule <laughs> yeah, for you, dude. True that. Yeah. So what else is going on, both of you? I don't. I talk to you quite a bit, Jeff. What's going on with you? I see you're wearing your Ultras. Uh, Those yeah. are have you been shoes. running? Awesome. I've been trying to yeah, run. That's awesome. I don't know if that's what I would call it, but <laughs> been attempting it. That's good. Last so. last time I saw Jeff in person, he had hair, and then I saw him a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't have any hair. I was like, holy yeah. shit! I bro. had a giant beard and a lot of hair. Yeah, and that's right. Your like, beard's trimmed up too. Uh, Dang, dude. Uh, I got bored. Yeah. And it's motorcycle season. I wear a helmet and it just messes everything up. Yeah. So it's easier just not to have it. Have you like, been, oh, haven't you ever wanted to just take off your helmet and shake your head all around and let your locks flow like in a movie or something? If You can't really do that now. No, sir. I've okay. never had the desire to do that. I do that every day. Every day. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> With my widow's peak and my baldness, <laughs> yeah. I shake back my hair all around. That's so funny. Have you had any... You've been able to work still and everything during yeah. all of this? Yeah, I've been pretty fortunate in all of this. Like, my life has largely been unaffected. Um, my my job uh, allows for pretty much everyone to be able to work remotely. Um, and everybody's been doing that with the exception of me and... Um, Ty's been on the podcast, so I yep. can say his name, right? So, Correct. like, Ty and I are the only ones that have been going into the office, and uh, which has been pretty cool because I get to sit down with a like-minded person, like, pretty much all day, every day. Yeah, that is cool. Um, and, yeah, so I've been going to work. I'm also a full-time student, and, like, finals are coming up, and my classes were already, like, hybrid, so there's a little more work involved now that they've switched everything to being online, but... Um, aside from that, like my life is pretty much largely unaffected. Yeah. That's so, nice. Yeah. It's yeah. all right. Good. Still have existential crises, but they're right. not related to COVID. Like, yeah. I'm pretty fortunate in that regard. So. Yeah. And you got a new sponsor a while back. What was driving that decision? That's um, something I don't think we've ever talked about is making a decision to get a sponsor. Have we on this? No, I think we've all talked about we we've had different sponsors. Yeah, and it's like one time you sponsored you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff, you pointed at Jeff because no one's watching this. Jeff so. sponsored <laughs> Kyle, yeah. and then Jeff moved to Germany, and then that's when Kyle hooked up with Ty. Correct. Twelve step hooked up, not you know, <laughs> not thirteen, not step. touching tip, yeah, not, hooked not, up, but not get, pushing tips, not getting, not getting COVID. <laughs> oh that's funny yeah so yeah we haven't we've just talked about it so yeah so you got back from germany and you went through the work with a guy with one of our buddies that have been on the show but then you uh someone was driving you to get a sponsor is that correct or am i fucking that up like everything else Uh, probably sheesh i don't know it's like half and half okay yeah um so when I was in Europe, I really struggled finding a sponsor. Um, <laughs> I had a couple experiences when they were really, yeah, I don't know. They're on my current four steps. So, nice. Um, <laughs> you will go to the meetings. You will talk about your feelings. They're Russian? I don't know. That's all, that's all I have. That's the only non-american actually i, I do a, um one with my chihuahua but yeah, i don't think that would be it's good. pretty racist <laughs> so but my wife is hispanic so it's probably okay yeah you're all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it valid yeah. <laughs> um yeah so i i wasn't really able to go through the work while i was overseas and i went through some pretty dark shit and mm-hmm. i got back to the u.s and um, I was trying to remain open to the idea of somebody to work with. And, um, unfortunately where we live, those people are kind of limited. Like I had thought about asking Ty and then he became my employer and I didn't think that was really a wise decision to make. And so I asked another friend of ours to like, <clears throat> to take me through the work, um, mm-hmm. not as a sponsor. He didn't want to like sponsor me. We kind of had this agreement where it was like, we'll just go through the work. And, uh, we started doing that and I went to a conference in Arizona in January and, um, I ran into 
a guy there who I've known for several years and um like I've always liked the guy but he's intimidated me like he's physically like a very large man and he's also like he kind of spiritually intimidated me hmm. like I don't know if, if that makes sense but he's like, like Yoda yeah well not really like Yoda oh okay um Obi-Wan <laughs> Maybe like strong views on it, or just no, like there was just something placed. about him. Gotcha. Like yeah, um, and through a series of events, I ended up riding from Sedona, Arizona, to Phoenix with him, and so we spent like an hour and a half cruising down the highway and just talking. And um, yeah, for some reason, the thought came that I should ask him. That's cool. And so I did. I wish you guys spent an hour and a half. Driving in complete silence, and then once you reached your destination, you said, "Will you?" And he said, "I thought you'd never ask." <laughs> no, it didn't work out that way. <laughs> Whatever. And how's that experience been? Uh, so far, it's been it's been really good. Like, um, I think for me, one of the things I really like about this individual is that he. Like he's been sober. What he say this morning? Thirty-one years. And, yeah, uh, a long time, man. Yeah, and he's still relatively young. He just got sober young, and he's been through some like well into sobriety. He's been through some pretty dark shit, and mm. he's not afraid to like talk about that or be vulnerable or even share about his current condition. Mm-hmm. Um. And I guess every sponsor I've ever had has been that way, but um, <clears throat> I don't know. He just, uh, like, I don't really know. There's something about him that um, it's comforting and also scary at the same time to mm-hmm. have conversations with him every week. That's so, cool. Yeah. What's it like, because you've had previous experience with this, what's it like having a sponsor that doesn't live in the same area as you? You both have experience with this, so you can both answer that. What was the question? You know, <laughs> I said, "What's it like to I have a sponsor?" Oh, I was like, "I'm not surprised." That happens all the time. Aaron's over there thinking about how good he looks with his bike he's about to buy. <laughs> he's not even listening. I think about myself nonstop. Oh, we know. Did you sell your bike today? Yeah, I did. Oh shit! Yeah, that guy was so happy. He was so psyched. That's so nice. cool. His wife was trying to pull the reins back a little bit. She's like, "We don't even know if we're gonna get it." And he was yeah. like, "Nope, it's mine." <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, as soon as it came over the rail of the track, he was like, "That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool." <laughs> so anyway, back to the question, it. Aaron. Why don't you share first yeah, I'm tired on of talking. what it's like to have a sponsor <clears throat> well, who you know, does not live in the same area as you, where you, know, you guys can see each other? I mean, there was a whole back thing to it though, because I was like. You know, like he was, mm, I, you know, I thought he was kind of a big deal and he might be, so I don't want to say. Well, like, he's definitely like well, yeah, well liked and known in, in the 12 step world. In some circles. And anyway, the so. The ones you like to be a part of. That's right. Yeah. The ones I like to hobnob with. Yeah. Well, I'm a part of this Saturday thing. <laughs> <laughs> Rub elbows yeah, with some. Yeah, get, get, get in touch with all the right people. Get that hitter, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, so my thing too, though, like I didn't want to really admit it at the time, but like I was, I was really sort of in, I was mm, too much involved with gaining his approval rather than just being honest. Mm. And so I wanted to be a good member of the fellowship. And so, um, instead of just talking about what was really going on and how much I hated things and wanted to tear it all down, I talked inside the things that I thought he wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And so um I don't I don't know if that would have been any different if he lived here or not, you mm-hmm. know, like um we met over the phone every week. With my previous sponsor, we weren't doing that. We were talking here and there. Mm-hmm. So if anything there was like more accountability mm-hmm. with with that sponsor, right. the long di- distance sponsor. So I don't think that that I don't know if it really had anything to do with anything except for me, my my part in all of that, which was dishonesty and and then um, just full of self self will run riot yeah. sober. Mm. All right, does that 
answer the question. Yeah, I think so. Um, but even like sort of like right now with um, my new sponsor, we haven't met in, I don't know, six weeks or something like that. And uh, it, I'm, going, I'm looking forward to when we start seeing each other once a week mm-hmm. or once every other week is how we do it. Um, just in that it's good for me to have somebody to answer to. Uh, in that, hey, are you doing the 11th step? Hey, are you doing the 10th step? I mean, we have this podcast, but that's not quite the same. Right. So, because I don't want to lie to people out there and telling them I'm doing my evening review. I'm fucking not. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Judgy. <laughs> Judgy McJudgers. <laughs> All right. Jeff, what about you? <laughs> I've heard enough. <laughs> Try and follow that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've so I've had varied experiences with long distance sponsorship. Um, I've always, for the most part, like I guess the first year and a half, two years I was sober, uh, I had a sponsor in town, and then after that, it's almost exclusively been uh, out of town sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while, I was kind of in the same boat as Aaron, where it was about headhunting, right? Because if I only have the right sponsor, if I'm only a part of like these certain groups of people, I'm going to have, like, I'm going to have the street cred, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so I, I've had sponsors where I didn't do anything. I just wanted to like have a sponsor in name only. And then I've had, um, I worked with a guy from Alabama for, I don't know, probably a year and a half, two years. And, um, what I found in that experience is I was really good at being dishonest by omission, right? It was really easy for me to check boxes and say I'm doing certain things, but not really talk about my current condition. Mm. Um, and I think face to face, it might be easier to do that because somebody can actually see you. Um, and yeah, like with this new guy, like I've been completely honest with him about the things that are happening. Um, and I think a lot of it just has to do with the level of, the level of honesty I'm willing to share. And I think it would be the same with somebody face to face or not. Um, yeah. Like I'm having a, this weird kind of as much as I hate to use the word again, kind of an existential crisis. And, um, I'm not necessarily willing. I talked about this in the Saturday meeting or our meeting this morning, like not necessarily willing to do everything that I know I should be doing, but, um, I'm still calling him on a regular basis and talking about things and being as honest as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Like having long distance sponsors for me is, like I said, it's, I've had varied experiences with it, but I also know, like, so my sponsor sponsor lives in Denver. Like, they, he's had a remote sponsor. Um, right. I know a lot of people that do. So, yeah, I do too, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's all a matter of my willingness to be honest about my current condition. Yeah, So 100%. Can I ask a question? To Jeff, please. No, to you. <laughs> Have you been meeting with your sponsor during the pandemic? Nope. Oh, good God, Kyle. <laughs> I haven't. I'm sorry, this episode's now over. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I haven't been meeting with Ty. If I need to check in or something, I can, but oh, okay. Ty would never reach out to me, which I value. Like, he, he, I don't think he would ever send me a text and be like, hey, man, what's going on? Are you, uh, you doing okay or anything? Mm-hmm. And not because he doesn't care, just like, that's just, our relationship is set up where like if I if I'm needing to meet with Ty, it's my responsibility to reach out to right. Ty. And so I don't I, I I mean maybe he would, but it's never happened yet. And I've been working with him for a couple of years now. So he may or may not have talked about doing it. But Did apparently he? hasn't followed through with it. Yeah. At one gonna... point in time we were trying to like set up some underground meetings in yeah. our office and like get people to show up. Yeah. And that was his idea. Yeah. But, yeah. Know. I um <laughs> We we haven't and and I know him and I know like uh, well I shouldn't say I was gonna say I think that uh, if I was like hey do you want to meet he'd be like we could probably do a Zoom meeting or something I think but I don't know 
because he's kind of a bit of a germaphobe. But <laughs> no, he'd do face to face. Would he? Yeah. Oh, That's he's cool. Been going to work every day. I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, if only you're there, that would make sense. But, but yeah, I just no, you... I haven't. It's been um, fine though. I mean, do you guys have other people at your meetings? You and Ty. When you <laughs> never mind. <laughs> oh, I mean, get what you're do saying. You include a third. <laughs> no, not Let's very get often. Megan in on this. Yeah, no. But uh, no, I haven't. Ty, yeah. maybe we'll get your wife's thoughts on this. What do you say? No, too far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one too far. All right, good, good to hear. I'm glad I killed that conversation. But yeah, no, I haven't been meeting with him. But I don't know. I'm... So you haven't been going to meetings. You haven't been talking to your sponsor. You're basically a time bomb waiting to explode. Let's just wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Let's just dude. wait till tomorrow because we're gonna watch live sports for the first time in like yes. six. Fucking weeks. I can't wait, dude. Yeah. I'm getting excited. I feel like the... There's UFC on tonight, yeah. so... I feel like the guys in Superbad that are sitting in the ba- mm-hmm. bedroom doing coke, talking about how they've just been begging for to have a fight break out. They yeah. wanted to see a fight so bad, and I'm like, yeah, that's it right there. I get it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I made a movie analogy, so... One thing I think that's beneficial for... um Is I live with someone that's in the 12-step world. Yeah. So... We have, and and Megan and I's relationship is very open, and we have lots of spiritual talk and and stuff quite regularly. So that's one thing that um, is an added dimension to my life is like uh, I'm around someone in a twelve step program twenty four hours a day. You know that you and Megan are in an open relationship. Is that what you said? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You just you just said your relationship is very open. Yes, where we talk about anything. <laughs> yeah, so not that way. Aaron. Yeah, oh, my bad. So it's um <laughs> like you learn things about your friends all the time. Yeah. You and Kyle can't touch tips later. So. <laughs> nope, that's never gonna happen. So, but yeah, so that's one thing is, it's uh, you know, we both are having constant communication and stuff, which we have the ability to set aside. Uh, if if I need to talk, I can say like, "Look, I need real advice, and not just get my back on this or whatever." Like we have a, the ability to kind of do that, and so that's been nice too. I don't. I probably shouldn't ask questions about her since she's not here. But does she um, do the online thing with her sponsor or the online meeting thing? Like, is she doing that stuff? Or? She's been meeting with um, she. They, she has like a pretty close group that all went to treatment together and all of them are doing like a Wednesday thing that they've done a few times. And then she's in contact with her sponsees quite regularly. So that, and meeting with them and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I think what I found is, um, what in my own experience and her experience is like the 12th, we've been fortunate enough that the 12th step hasn't gone away and and neither has 10 or 11. So we've kind of been in this nice place where like we're still doing the daily work that goes into it. Yeah, just because the fellowship hasn't been there, you've been still in the... the uh, doing the, the work, the yeah. The program side, mm-hmm. and, the program and, side of the triangle. And Megan's 11th step work is inspiring. She's so... Her 11th step work is really, really good. So her and a sponsee text each other nightly reviews and she does like 25 minutes of morning prayer and meditation every single morning like she's a beast at it so like i don't come close to that but you know we both on the weekends take time to do 11 step in the morning and together um sometimes not like every day it's not like a routine of ours but we'll do meditation together sometimes in the morning when we're having coffee and stuff and that's kind of a nice experience because i don't know I don't know if either of you have ever done meditation with or anything like 11 step work with someone else. It's kind of a unique experience though. I haven't. Did you, when you were in that relationship? No, sir. (laughs) It's kind of a cool experience. (laughs) Funny. Yeah. No, 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 sir. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's kind of a cool experience. Uh, We don't do, like I said, it's not like every day or anything, but we have definitely done some together and a a couple times a month or so, maybe, you know, and it's it's nice. I I enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good experience. I feel connected, and 
like to her, you know, it's yeah. like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's, but it's, it's nice. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel very grounded in, in the work, which is kind of where I've laid my hat over the last few years anyways, is I've like as little amount of fellowship as possible. <laughs> so yeah, the, tonight counts wings and UFC counts. Yeah. And I mean, I'm in contact with people that are in 12 step. Like I have a fellowship. It's just not looking the way really what's lacking is like service in the traditional sense of the word of like being of service at my group would be the only thing that's really missing right now and part of that is showing up for meetings <laughs> which i'm not doing so okay yeah so well i mean old marty over there doesn't have a lot of room to talk either so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not definitely not doing the 12th step. I'm doing half of the 11th step or about a third of it. Does that count? Yes. And I have been doing a few 10 steps when needed. Yeah, I think you're always way harder on yourself than reality. Cool. The 12th step, though, I definitely have been. Um, actually, my home group's going to start, going to start, uh, going to start meeting tomorrow. Really? That's cool. The restrictions are getting lifted back up. I won't be there. <laughs> but another member has offered to, uh, open up and share the meeting. So I'm is like, it the only other home group member? No, we've got three. Oh. So it's the other one with the same name, though. Yeah, that I'm related to. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. been on the yeah, podcast. Been... Yeah, I don't both. Know. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Ryan. Well, they're both named couple Ryan. Ryans. Yeah. yeah, not Ryan that can lift heavy things. Ryan, that's my relation. Yeah, yeah. Cool. of relation. But yeah. All right. We're uh, only like 36 minutes in, oh but we're, we're running God. out of steam quick, yeah. especially you. No, I'm good. I'm all over it. Yeah? Yeah. Right on. I sold the bike today. <laughs> we already covered that. <laughs> yeah. Already broached that topic. You're running, Jeff? What's that like? Uh, Not fun. Yeah? That's, it sucks. Yeah. Your body hurt? I'm a big dude. I'm not... Actually, like, so some people um suggested trying a different kind of shoe, and since doing that, like, it's amazing... Those? ultras yeah, yeah like zero drop shoes that's cool um <clears throat> it's amazing like how much less impact i have on my knees as a result of switching those like so my body like my lungs hurt my muscles hurt but like i used to get knee pain and mm -hmm. stuff and i don't get that anymore that's cool which is really cool yeah so do your calves hurt i know aaron i've heard aaron talk a lot about his calves being on fire when he was running with his ultras at the yeah. beginning yeah, calves, shin splints. Yeah. My feet actually hurt because they force like they they essentially force you to like midfoot strike. Mm -hmm. Um and I've been a heel striker all my life. Gotcha. Uh and so there's muscles in my feet that are getting used for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, or... So yeah, that part kind of sucks. Like and I'm just out of shape. It's been a long time since I've done physical activity. So yeah. do you feel different? Like, I know when I physically exercise, I feel mentally better. Um, or is anything changing, or is it just... Slowly. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, I I have the mental battle when I run, where I I end up probably not pushing myself as hard as I should mm. or could, which I think defeats the purpose of... Or, like, maybe doesn't defeat the purpose, but um, I may not get the benefit that others get from, like getting out and doing seven mile seven minute pace runs yeah mr crushing it over there yeah that was a <laughs> it was a good run yesterday but but i i the battle i have is overcoming the um the start yeah because even i've been running for like seven months now which isn't that long but just about every time i run it's a full-on battle in my head because I don't want to do it. <laughs> Still, you know, it's like I don't want to fucking do it. That's where I experience. Once I start, I feel pretty good, but it's like. I don't know what I you're do, talking about. You don't. You do that every day, too. I know you do. You did it today, and you didn't go run. Well, it was windy out, bro. What do you want me to go run in the wind? <laughs> you should have been out at 8 o'clock this morning when it was like 50 degrees and raining. Yeah, it was that perfect. Sucked. No, that was Oh, I loved it. Man. That's when I was running this morning, too. I liked yeah. it. I like running in the rain, though. I went out and got my truck like washed before it Right rained. in my face. <laughs> just kept... <laughs> just kept spraying. I, I got nothing to say anyway. I'm just cutting you off on purpose. I know. You, you went and did what with your truck? Oh, I got it washed before the rain. Mm. And then by the time I went down to Foco, 
it was done raining. Yeah. So now it's real pretty, like. That's cool. Real pretty. That's good. I was, see, this, my plan was, was like, well, I, do, I'm, I should run, but I'm going to go buy a triathlon bike today, so I'll just go on a really long ride tomorrow. Plus, I'll be happy because I'll be on my new triathlon bike. You didn't get a bike. Nope, but now I have to go running. Ah, oh, I fucking, running's the worst. I can ride a bike and I can swim. I really don't like running. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking deciding to run a marathon. That I don't was a like terrible it either. idea. Speaking of which, are you going to do a half hitter with us? That's the rumor. That's let's make it yeah. official right here, dude. It's yeah. podcast official. Now six which, people will hold you accountable. <laughs> which is yeah, which is crazy to think about like a being a larger person and then committing to a half marathon in 4 months. Yes. Like that's I can't you can do it. Uh, we'll I saw like an 800-pound guy finish an Ironman. I didn't see that. Where uh, <laughs> Where are you at right now? Can you run a couple miles? Um. Yeah. Then I'm you'll right be fine, too, dude. But... Yeah, you'll be just fine. You're one-sixth of the way there. Yeah, dude. You'll yeah, be just one fine. One-sixth of the way in four months. Oh, yeah. You'll so, be golden, dude. Uh, we'll just, see. Just gain a little bit more than a sixth a month. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a 5K in a couple weeks. Like, they're doing a 5K, a uh, half yeah. marathon, and then a Outside? 50K. Yeah. Where in Vitavu. Up in, oh. yeah. It's, it's the link you sent me, right? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to do at least the 5K. Heck, yeah, dude. That's awesome. Just what the, those look, shoes look like, they could hit some dirt. Yeah. Nice. I just scored them cheap on Amazon. I've been trying to wear zero drop shoes like all the time now, with the exception of my dress shoes for work. Like, yeah. Just trying to get used to. They make like a dress boot too, I think. Yeah. But uh-huh. I have these. Um, but it's fugly as fuck. They're yep. called Nike Infinity Reaxis, the ones I've been wearing. That's a lot of names into one shoe. They're. Dude, Nike's names are like five names long yeah. these days. They're the best, dude. They're so comfortable. I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm even running. It's Did, just you don't get blisters. Well, I had a couple of blisters on the inside, but I just now they're just calloused over. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, I mean they're so comfortable. Like because I have the same thing when I run, I get knee and ankle pain a lot. And dude, you should try zero drop shoes. With these ones, I don't get them at all. Hmm. Callous the mind, dude. That's what I did. <laughs> did you see how much fluid he got drained off of his knee? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. It was gross. But what I was thinking about... Are you talking Goggins? Yeah. What I was thinking about was him. He had the same... He was telling the story where he stares at his shoes for like 30 minutes every morning because he's like, I don't want to go fucking running. Like every morning. And that dude runs hundreds of miles. And I yeah. do the same thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's... That happens to everybody. Yeah, you just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Did he have a gnarly knee infection or something? Uh, I, I think it was probably just running, just overuse injury yeah. more than likely. Mm-hmm. And it was on Instagram, and he was just getting vials of liquid drained off of his knee. It was like, disgusting. I bet he ran that day. Yeah, I bet he ran a ultra that He's day. He's a fucking savage. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm gonna, I signed up to do a half marathon in May. You're in, right? In May. May, yeah, right now this month it's a virtual one, so you just have to do it on Strava, on on a treadmill. No, <laughs> let's do what we talked about that one time, and then I ended up rescheduling. Aha, uh-huh. dude! On the twenty fourth, there's a half marathon at Vitavu. You can just go do that. I don't have any trail shoes. I do. Dude, I don't have ones for you. But foot of the Rockies is right down the road. Um, you also have trail shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but those are Brooks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not zero drop. Looks like you do have trail shoes. I've seen That's them. That's when I was in my Brooks phase. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, God, yeah. I buy shit. Are you in? Cool. Just for the month of May? We just have to do it in May. Okay, how about point. Memorial Day weekend? How about the the half? Is that the 24th? That's the 31st. I don't think so. I think Memorial Day is the 25th or whatever that Monday is. I don't know. What? I'm right. <laughs> really? Yeah. But oh, okay. you can still look and fact Well, I check guess me, I'll do it after. I guess I'll do it. You want to do it the 31st? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't know 30th. if I want to push it that far because if we end up rescheduling, then we can't do it. That's two weeks. There's no way I can do a half marathon in two weeks. I'm only at six miles. Yeah, you can. Kyle's a real fucking asshole. All you have to do is just keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because then the weekend after, I need to put more testosterone pellets in my butt. So let's do it that weekend. What weekend? The 24th? Yeah. Two weeks? 
Is that Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. Come okay. do a 5 or 10K with us. I'm going to do that 5K in Vitavu that day. Oh, yeah. In Vitavu. I, I thought a, I saw it. What's the price on it? Uh, I think the half is 40 Okay. I thought I read 80 Dollars? I do right. I get a t-shirt? Probably. I don't, <laughs> I don't do shit without a t-shirt. But yeah, let's do it in May. So I have a question for you guys. I kind of want to tie this back into recovery instead of just talking about running activity shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, since you guys' podcast is about recovery lives. Yeah, sometimes. Is it? It's kind of um, drifted away from that. That's why we keep having guests, because yeah. Aaron and I are talked out on recovery. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else can I say? <laughs> See so, the fucking deal. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, like, figure out how to tie this in to recovery. For, for me, away. like, this makes sense. Like, I know you guys are all on Strava, and you're able to, like, see each other's workouts, and you have a group of people that you're doing this with. Like, one of those people asked me if I would get Strava. Right. And I, like, I'm completely opposed to the idea of it because what happens is I start to look at people doing these things that I'm not doing. And then yeah, I would get hard. Like, I think Aaron and I are in this realm. Like I get very hard on myself. Mm -hmm. And my thought is like, if I can't do that now, I'm not going to be able to do it. So why even bother? Yeah. And, uh, like, so I'm just curious like i think that has a lot to do with my spiritual malady mm -hmm. um because that really is just the way i've kind of lived my entire life like i'm not good at perseverance and just doing things mm. um and especially when i'm comparing myself to other people so like how is it that the two of you are able to to look at that stuff and then still i guess like function normally or find inspiration from that because that's something for me that i've always struggled with like things that other people find inspiring i find defeatist if that makes sense. Yeah. But. Kyle doesn't have to because Kyle's the fastest. So yeah. he just looks and is like, fuck you, assholes. That's not true. I don't <laughs> he even just look looks and He just adjusts his mirror and is like, eat it, losers. You guys are full of <laughs> shit. I don't do that at all. Uh, um, it honestly depends what kind of how it it's, um, comes from where I'm at spiritually. It's not like the other way around. Like when I'm good spiritually, I'll see what all these guys are doing. And like uh, uh, two of the girls that do it, they run they run hills on Mondays for three miles, you know, up and down the same hill. And I'm like, damn. I was like, I got to get out there and do some hills, man. If they're doing it, I got to do it, you know. And I'm like, want to do more and want to be up to par. And Amy and my other cousin, whose name I've already mentioned but hasn't been on the podcast <laughs> yet. So I f anyway, I see what they're doing, and they're 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 past me. And I'm like, dang, these these girls are better runners than me already. And I'm old. The other cousin's already done a couple of halves, so mm. she's clearly a more established runner than I am. I don't know why I would think the other way, but anyway. So like, if I'm but when I'm in a good and when I'm in a good mental mental space, I'm just like, this is awesome. Like I gotta I gotta I gotta keep up, man. I gotta I gotta I gotta put out, you know. And uh, if I'm not in a very good head space, I can look at that same uh, those same numbers and be like, fuck you guys. I'm not doing shit. I'm not doing nothing. And then. Uh, completely unlinked to Strava at one point and then when everybody got back on board I was like oh hell I'll get on board yeah but um, mostly I think it's not like uh, it's like getting it's like being right internally changes my perception of the data that I'm looking at on Strava does that make sense yeah, yeah. and I think for me it's like finding a, another fellowship you know what I mean so it's like I don't at least anymore I don't or not very often do I look at like in a recovery fellowship and look at it and feel defeated and like I'm a piece of shit and I'm a failure and that all these people are doing recovery better than me. Even though that like some people might be doing more than I am and more engaged or actively working, you know what I mean? Like, but I feel a part of it again. And like, I guess in the limited time I've been on Strava, which is a few weeks, it's like I'm around a few people that are doing the same thing I'm doing. And the numbers don't really matter. It's like we're just out doing the thing. And that's, to me, the cool thing is seeing, like, when I look at Strava and it's like, oh, Aaron got a fucking 20-mile bike ride in and Dan put in another nine miles and Amy and, you know, they're running hill. It's like I just see it and I'm like, oh, these people are doing the thing. And I pull, like, I feel a part of. And it for me, it's motivating to go be a part of that. And I don't even care what the times are. It's like, it, to me... I don't give a shit if you run 
way faster than me or you're cycling and if i put if i went and sat on a bike you would kick the shit out of me you know what i mean but it's yeah. like i'm inspired by you getting out there and working yeah and that's what i'm kind of drawn to is like i found a fellowship of people doing the thing and like sometimes when that when i like the other thing i realized when Kyle was talking is when i see people put up numbers like if you were just to show up on strava one day and i just notice that you ran a two mile run I would be happy for you. Yes. So it makes me happy to see the work that other people are putting in. A hundred percent. I've got to compare my data with myself and I can go back and do that uh, on Strava. But if I just look at it to see who's participating, I'm like, that's awesome. Dude, there's this girl that I, that, that went to, that went to the school across town and she was a year or two older than me. And, uh, I, we're Facebook friends, so I follow her on Strava, and she follows me. And, my God, that person, she's always doing so many workouts, and I'm just blown away by she's doing this 30-minute workout, then she's, you know, taking the dog for a walk, then she's just riding her bike across town, and then she's doing the 30-minute yoga, and she's doing, like, you know, just 20, 30 minutes here and there, and then it adds up throughout the day, and I'm just like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know, so... But when it's a close group of friends, like the one, like the group that we follow each other all, it's it's just more of a being happy for them thing too. Yeah. But I can go the other way, try. But that's when I'm in a bad spot. And I think what I like about running is I'm only competing against me. You know what I mean? Like I'm just getting better than I ran the last time I ran, and so it's easy to just try to work on getting better myself and not necessarily looking at, like, I don't look at Aaron's data and be like, damn, that dude just burned fucking 600 more calories than me. I'm a failure. It's like, Aaron's working out. So am I. That's awesome. And, and my time was better than my time last time I ran that distance. So I, um, you should join. Yeah. (laughs) I think if I could say, I would say for me, it, it's not so much about who's the best at running. Cause I guess to me, that's not something that's even worth comparing. It's like, Oh, we're all trying. And I dig that. I like that. So at least that's where my head is at currently. So, and I haven't had Strava long enough to have another experience. I've only had it for a few weeks. So I don't, I don't know about the other side of it yet. So I guess, like I was asking, because just in general, like I've been in a pretty spiritually unfit place. Yeah, you've been in a funk, boy. Yeah, and <laughs> and it it all revolves around what other people think of me and the mm. material things that I don't have in life. Like in a week's time, I I hate to talk about this. Like I turned forty years old and I turned ten years sober in a week's time. Yeah, and when I look at my life, um today like i look at all my friends and they have careers and houses and partners and all this shit that i don't have any of it right and like so i get i get insanely hard on myself and then a lot of those friends are also now doing all this fitness shit and that's just like one other way i can separate myself from people Mm. and i guess for me that's where the idea of like not being a part of that makes things easier because i just know myself and when i'm in a spiritual situation that I am, um, anything I can look at to separate myself from other people and talk about how shitty my life is, Mm -hmm. right. Based on the things that I do or do not have, like, um, yeah, something like Strava where I would see people doing this stuff that seems really cool, but I'm not capable of doing would just add to all of that sickness. So I guess for me, I was just kind of curious, like how, yeah, like how you guys, in a recovery sense, right? Because I believe, for me, that truly is about my spiritual condition. It's not about my physical condition yeah. or my mental, like, it is about my mental condition. But So it's not so much about the physical as it is, like, the spiritual and mental condition. Yeah. So. Well, and I think, like, my tendency in the past has been to, when I'm in that place, is to recoil more you know what I mean like I've been in that place where I don't feel a part of and my everything inside of me isn't telling me go out and be a part of it's saying like you're right keep going away keep by keep backing away from it keep staying away from it keep avoiding that and like what I've found is that the opposite has been true in my own experience is when I 
when I do go out and be a part of again, then I get the the results of being a part of, um, and not so much like when I feel like I'm ready to be a part of, then, then I'll get the root. You know what I mean? It's like, I have to just put in the stupid fucking action. I have to just do the goddamn thing. And I didn't have Strava for a while either because I had the same mindset of like, Aaron's in better shape than I am. As long as I've known Aaron, Aaron's been in better shape than I am. He cycles more, he does triathlons. And it's like, I like knowing Aaron is in better shape than me, but I don't need to see it on a app. And now I'm just like, Hey, we're both exercising, and I don't know no, when that's crushing. Yeah, everything. No, it's not that at all. It wasn't that at all. It's like this pussy ain't in better shape than me. You are in better shape his than ass. me. You are, you are in better shape than me. And racing time is to me isn't a qualifier of who's in better shape. Than you. Seven in, miles is pretty much a ten k, right? It, yeah, it's a little over a ten k. Yeah, yeah. And you did that in what forty five minutes or fifty three minutes yeah. is what it was. Yeah, but again, it's <laughs> he ran the, he ran seven miles at a seven thirty four pace. I ran a mile at an 8.22 pace, and my lungs nearly burst. I don't even want yeah. to tell you what my mile pace. <laughs> but the thing is, is that that seven months ago, I could not run two miles and not die. I was dying seven months ago running. I ran two nine-minute mile, nine miles and literally thought I was going to explode. Like, I felt like shit. I was sore for, like, five days, and it was like seven months later and seven months later of running that isn't the case anymore and i'm not comparing myself to aaron during any of that time it just i'm like i want to get better at it and now i'm getting better at it but again i i don't know i think it would be easy to like oh yeah well it's like i look at goggins or cam haynes and it's like oh yeah it's easy you guys fucking run 100 miles of course you feel great and it's like, yeah, but I didn't see them when they couldn't run that and mm-hmm. when they weren't doing any of that because I only see the finished product. And and so, I don't know. I think for me it's just like putting myself out there and being a part of leads to me feeling a part of. You know, like yeah. trying to extend my hand and be a part of leads to me feeling a part of, not the other way around. Yeah. And I've always wanted it the other way around. I want everyone to just bring me in and make me a part of it. And like, oh, yeah, no, you're everything's great, you know, and then I'll do the work. <laughs> just like in getting sober or anything, like believing in God. Show me that God exists, then I'll believe in him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I just have to believe in him and do work, and then I get that. So I think it's the same thing in the physical exercise thing. Yeah. And I think like what you just hit on is the important part, like that was even in the fancy like exclusive Saturday morning meeting today. Um, that was kind of the topic that I brought up is in our literature talks about like being on the bridge to reason and being afraid to step ashore Mm -hmm. um, and doing it on faith alone. And that's really like my current condition is that like in a spiritual sense, I don't really have faith Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I need, I need to be shown, like I need a logical clear cut path to like everything. Right. <laughs> like I need to know. And the unknown is the scary part of everything for me. Yes. And, but like, yeah. here's the thing about that too, that I realized too, that I wasn't thinking about this morning, like that leap of faith uh, or that, that reliance on God or that taking action in my mind had to be this huge grand gesture, like something like, I don't know, moving across the country or something. And in reality, it can look just like putting myself in little uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. that I've never done before. And then each time I learn how to deal with that uncomfortable situation that I've never done before and be like, I don't know, like selling my bike. I know it seems so silly, but that's not, God, I don't want to, I don't, I don't fucking want to deal with people. I don't want to fucking haggle over prices. I don't want to do any of those things that I had to do. And like, there was like, you know, weirdos texting me and emailing me and, and like phishing scams and people wanting me to contact them directly. And I was like, Oh my God, this thing's definitely not going to get sold. And just out of the blue yesterday, this guy, and it was just the perfect buyer and he loves the bike and all these things. But like I put myself in this uncomfortable situation and I got a little bit of that momentum and a little bit of that spiritual boost. Mm -hmm. And so it can be something putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation like joining Strava that's that little thing and oh yeah I did that now or whatever but I I have I get in my mind that it has to be this huge demonstration of this act of faith and it doesn't and it can just be 
getting out of my comfort zone and relying that God's going to take care of me in that little uncomfortable thing. Right. That's what, what it was at the beginning for sure. Yeah. And I remember talking to Candace and I was like, I just need to keep myself a little bit uncomfortable all the time. And she was like, yeah, but find the right amount because if you get too uncomfortable, you'll recoil. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I, my mind has always been like, when I can run a half marathon, then I'll get Strava and upload that motherfucker. And you guys will be like, damn, <laughs> you know, and it's like, boom, bitch. It's like making financial amends. When I got all the money, I'll pay it back in once and then bam, drop this bag on your, there you go, boy. And it's like, that's not how it works. That's not how it's ever going to work. And that's not, at least for me, how it's ever worked in anything that I've done. So it's like, like you said, I just have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and know that like that, that little pushback is like the deflation of ego and me moving forward in, in the realm of the spirit or physically or whatever it is, you know? So, and it, it's not like, uh, something that I just, I don't know, got binked over the head with and finally was like, Oh, I'm going to do it different today. You know, yeah. it was like, Oh no, I had to be placed in a position where I'm uncomfortable enough that I'm going to, in a negative sense that I'm going to do something different. And then now I'm a little bit more familiar with positive growth feels uncomfortable and I'm okay with that today. Yeah. You know, like it's, I wish I loved doing all of that. You know, I don't know anyone that's like, I love fucking growth. It usually, I always tell Megan, it's like when you were a kid, did you ever get growing pains in your legs? Like when you were growing, did that happen to either of you? No. Where your legs hurt like a motherfucker? It used to happen to my buddy, but... Yeah, it happened to me so bad. Yeah. I would be up all night yeah. crying when That's I was a kid would. because it hurt so bad. And it was like, those are growing pains. And it's like, it didn't feel good, but I got taller. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the same thing. It doesn't feel good, but I got faster. It doesn't feel good, but I got a little more spiritual, you know? The other thing I do too is I'm... Because I'm such a fucking head case, I make it up in my mind to be worse that it's going to be. Hmm. I remember when I was a kid, I wouldn't take my cough medicine when I was sick because I hated it so bad. And I'd throw <laughs> this fit and we'd have to do this huge fucking song and dance. I can't believe my parents didn't hit me. They should have. <laughs> and uh, finally, I wish I, they would have. <laughs> don't we all? I mean, we're all in the same boat on this one. <laughs> and uh, and I'd finally drink that and I'd be like, oh, that's not so bad. Right. But, but then by the next night, I'd forget again and <laughs> we'd have to do the same shit. So like, all the time I have the I make up what it's gonna be in my mind as to be this big fucking thing and then I do it and I'm like, Oh, that was all right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Almost always. Cool. Moral of the story, Jeff's on Strava. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding, Jeff. Do whatever you feel comfortable. <laughs> We're over an hour now. And God, we really hit our stride there. Yeah, sorry to yeah. bring it back in. That no, was really good. Yeah, I'm glad you did. We were we going were, off. We were <laughs> floundering <laughs> before you fucking jumped yeah. in there. That was really good. Oof. Yeah, Brought her back. Um, That's how you know that like things got better because the first half an hour, I'm like, we've got to be almost done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the second half hour goes It's like, quick. oh, wow, that was fast. Yeah. yeah. So, thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Thanks, solid work. Thanks in more ways than one. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me over for wings and fights. Yes. Even though I'm going to be doing homework. Well, that's all right. <laughs> Homework, wings, fights, podcast, it's six just, feet apart, maybe. It's just good to hang out. This is Wyoming. This don't count. Why? Well, I tell you what, I, I, the difference today is when I went down to Colorado to sell that bike and possibly buy a new one, it's just everybody everybody has a mask on. That's just what you do. And they told me at the bike place that, you know, if I wanted to come shop, they were open now, but that I needed to wear a mask. And, mm -hmm. and that's cool. And I don't mind. I mean, I'm, I'm all for safety and, you know, I when and cdc guidelines and whatever but then we came back here and we went to shopping at a, a home improvement store and we were like one of a handful of people where we live wearing masks and yeah. it's just like it's weird that this imaginary dividing line makes people on sides so different than one another yeah Dude, so on my way here i stopped at the grocery store down the way because they have some pepperoni and some pork rinds that no other grocery store has yeah well, that fucking good old world pepperoni yeah except they never have the pork rinds which made me sad, but I'll um, I, do you like the salt and pepper? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll send you with a bag. But anyway, um, and it was crazy how busy that place was. Like I almost had anxiety going in there because <laughs> it literally like that entire parking lot was full, mm -hmm. and there was like I think there were I don't know it was probably like twenty five percent of people wearing masks, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie I wasn't wearing one, mm -hmm. but like 
Yeah, it's Satan. just crazy to think about like a few weeks ago how things were very sparse and now like I've never seen that many people in that store mm-hmm. ever. Well, yeah. that, that's cuz corona coronavirus came a lurking around the neighbors and around South Dakota and we told it to take a fucking hike. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, my my professional life overlaps with grocery stores like we yeah. directly relate with each other and my business is up 25-30%. So I mean people are still out, people are still shopping, people are still doing stuff. It's like it's which is it's wild crazy man like i work in downtown yeah our, our office is right in the middle of downtown and like it's fucking dead downtown. dead zone mm-hmm. like the police department stopped even ticketing people for parking on the street yeah. like so you can just go park downtown because there's no problem with parking right now yeah and the one thing i'm crazy. sad to see is how many people have stopped going outside yeah that doesn't make any sense no and i'm bummed about uh, it like i because i go up oh yeah. i run around the lake all the time and a few weeks ago, I talked about it. I had never seen that many people up there, hundreds. And yesterday was a decent day, and there was like seven. I was like, where the fuck is everybody? It's 60 Shit. degrees. It's sunny. There's no wind. It's beautiful. They're Nobody's at the home outside. improvement store. Yeah. <laughs> or the grocery store. And the grocery store. Yeah, or sitting at home. They're like, oh, go ahead. Oh, Walmart was funny. Like, so the the weekend after the stimulus checks came out. Mm. Was I talking to you, Aaron? Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I went into rolling TVs, I bet. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was crazy, dude. Like I went in and it was crazy busy. It was on my way home from where I was at. And like, I had to, I don't know. I think I was grabbing like some charcoal or something. I walked in and it was fucking packed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it at first until I went to go check out and like every other cart had a big ass TV in <laughs> yeah. it. And I was yeah. talking to Harry and I was like, Jesus. So yeah. Well, and what's <laughs> sad is that stimulus check goes out and everyone goes to fucking Walmart. And yes. it's like, dude, go to our local places, spend money at yeah. local places that are open. And instead, everyone's buying TVs, flat screens at Walmart. We can go like, into oh. a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go there. Yeah, it's yeah. It's crazy. It's probably better we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. It's just but, insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. How people go buy triathlon bikes? Just joking. <laughs> yeah. I spent my tri- I spent my stimulus money on fucking curtains. Okay, back <laughs> off. Yeah, you did. All right. What do you? Do we have anything else we need to hit on, other than our Instagram and all that? Maybe we'll post know. a picture of us. Kyle usually beats his wings. dogs. Do you need to hit on that? I beat my dogs. Yeah. My dog, like my dog, dog. Yeah, I fucked it up. Yeah, I was like, one. Yeah. It was a long You're, shot. It was a bad. It I didn't work guy. out. I fucked it up. <laughs> I think he was projecting because he's yeah. the only one that has plural dogs. Multiple dogs. Yeah. That dogs are too small to beat. beat. It sucks. Well. <laughs> I could flick them. Yeah. I could flick them. But I couldn't beat Poncho's him. big in some areas. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will finish up. <laughs> we have an Instagram, Recovered AF Podcast. What's our Gmail, Aaron? Uh, Recovered AF Podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Or, yeah, do it. Or don't. But do. But definitely do. Or don't. Please shut up.